Hey, what's up? It's Simba and welcome back to the Mental Acumen Podcast. It's your boy right here on episode number five, five weeks in and guess what we're talking about today? Shortcuts, no shortcuts allowed. Okay, so I'm sitting with a client, we've been going through some stuff, working through some stuff that he's been struggling with and he goes to me, he's like, yo, dude, no disrespect, but there has to be a quicker way. There has to be a quicker way for me to get my mental health where it should be. And I was like, hold up, hang on a second. Let me ask you a question though. How long did you spend with bad mental health before you realized that it was holding you back? Right? I want you to think about that. And you know, he's like, oh yeah, I only realized probably a couple months ago and I've lived the last 19, 20 years of my life with the same sort of mindset, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, exactly. So you, you expect to believe that 19 years worth of just being programmed in a certain way is suddenly gonna change like that. It ain't gonna happen, bro. It ain't gonna happen, all right? The only way that it will happen is for you to be patient, engage in consistent action, and do the work, all right? Do the work. And let's dive into this a little bit more. See, we're in this like microwave society, right? And what it tells us to do is like, oh, hey, you got this frozen meal that you just bought from Woolies and somebody else put all the hard work to make this beautiful frozen meal. All you gotta do is just zap it in the microwave for two minutes and you're done. Anything you need is at the touch of a button on your phone and you are done. If you can't remember what a word means, you just Google it, bam, two seconds later, you're done. Everything is just at the touch of your hands. Nobody opens a dictionary anymore. Nobody grabs a book anymore. Nobody does it the way that actually teaches you to grow. We're all looking for these shortcuts and quick fixes. And so I said to him, hey, look, you know what, man? You have to grow up. Because if you're trying to get your mental health right, ain't no shortcuts, boy. Ain't no shortcuts. You can take all the shortcuts that you want, but I guarantee a couple of years down the track, it's actually gonna stop you. And here's a perfect example for myself. So just coming out of high school, and you know, I was listening to this like entrepreneur motiv- motiv- motivation, motivation, <laughs> entrepreneurship motivation albums and playlists and stuff like that on Spotify, right? It's just geeing you up, oh, you can do it. You can do this, you can do that. You're amazing, you're awesome, you're phenomenal, right? All of that stuff was good. And you know what, when I really needed it, it picked me up real quick when I was just struggling to do something, whether it was schoolwork or or my job and I just was not motivated to go, I didn't wanna go. I plugged that in, like all I needed was one or two of those and it would last me three, four hour shift very easily because I keep playing it in my head. Right, but the problem is I didn't dig into at that time. Why the heck I didn't want to go there? What was my perception? I was just expecting to be given everything and that it should be easier than having to work just to buy a pair of sneakers and stuff like that. See, I didn't see that lesson that my parents were gearing me towards. Like, hey, look, man, if you want to buy stuff, you're going to have to put in work for it. You're past the age where somebody has to hold your hand and do everything for you. You now have to man up and go get it yourself. And it's the exact same thing with mental health. I didn't even realize that. The more I put these motivational podcasts in, the more I was like, oh yeah, I'm getting G'd up. But the more I was actually ignoring the problems and the things that I needed to look at and renew my mind and change the mindset behind why the heck I didn't want to go to work. Okay? And so that was in in a way a shortcut. It was a shortcut. It was a shortcut to feeling good in the moment, a shortcut to suddenly performing, a shortcut, just a shortcut. 
it wasn't until maybe five years ago, I had an epiphany. I stopped and I was like, hey, hang on a second. Why the heck am I working at that place? Where do I want to take my career? Where do I want to take my life? Where do I want to take my business? So now, what is it that I've been running away from that's stopping me from doing that? Why do I get so freaked out? Why do I lock up and refuse to try something new and just not take a risk? And the more I dug into that, what I really found out was I was scared to fail. I'm like, all right, damn, where did that come from? Rewind all the way back in primary school and high school, man. Oof. If you came at the bottom of the class, people, people knew that you were at the bottom. But what's worse is that when you got home, right? When you, it's when you got home. You tell your parents, oh, I got this mark out of this. And I was maybe like, I don't know, 13th out of a class of 20s, just as an example. And they go, you're not studying properly. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. You're not doing that. You're not doing that. Right? And so when I dug into it, I was afraid of being criticized and judged by other people for things that I tried and that failed or that, that didn't have the result that other people expected they would have. It didn't have the result that I expected. Right? And what that really meant was that, hey, I was feeding all, all this motivational podcast stuff to try to get myself to a point where I start thinking about the fear of that criticism that was to come if I didn't do good, that criticism that was to come if I didn't go to work, if I didn't keep that job, all this sort of stuff, right? These were shortcuts. It got to a day when like it, it just stopped working. I was listening to it, just as I'm walking to work, and I felt nothing, I felt nothing. My point is, if you have to rely on things on the outside to feed you and correct what you feel is not right on the inside, you constantly be trying to feed yourself with all these things. That's why people end up with drugs and alcohol and do all this stuff. Why? Because they're looking at ways, shortcuts to escape the pain of the things that they got to deal with. So they'll go out and they'll go party. They'll go from relationship to relationship. They'll do a hundred different things. They'll spend money on this. They'll go travel. They'll go this. They'll go do that. And then once they've settled down from all of that, they're still in the exact same spot emotionally and mentally. Why? Because it's all just shortcuts. There is no shortcut to getting your mental health back to where it was or to improve it for that fact. There is no shortcut. There never has been a shortcut. There never will be a shortcut. The fact that you look for shortcuts to getting yourself back in that mental health zone that is prime, the fact that you're looking for shortcuts to get yourself to perform like a beast without really working on the foundation that allows you to have that mental health of a beast that allows you to perform like a beast. The fact that you're looking for shortcuts and that you refuse to do the work long enough and persistently enough to get the result means you don't value it. If you truly value it, let's be serious. Let's be serious. It's gonna annoy a lot of people. If you truly valued your mental health, you would not be looking for shortcuts, right? Because shortcuts are a method to do things quickly and easier and get around it quick enough just so you can get the thing done, right? Like when you're playing a PlayStation game, let's say you're doing a racing game of, or whatever, you try to find shortcuts so that you beat the other people, right? Try to find shortcuts so you finish the race first. There is no finishing the race first with mental health. As a matter of fact, you're always building your mental health. You're always building it. So what's the shortcut about? Just cause you want it to happen next week? 
next year, next month, there is no shortcut. You have to put in the work. And the problem is, sometimes we don't want to put in the work, right? So what is the work? Let's talk about the work. Ah, Let's talk about the work of building your mental health. Let me just say this real quick. You're the average of the five people that you hang around. You're the average of the five people that you hang around. Now take a look at your circle. What, is, what, what are those five people doing every single weekend, every single day, every week, every month? What are they doing? What are they accomplishing? Where are they going? Where are they hanging out? Look at these things and then you know what? You're gonna see that you are basically an average of every single one of those people. I heard a story once where this guy was like, hey, I bet you I can estimate your salary. He's like, oh yeah, whatever. And he's like, all right, cool. Tell me like your five closest friends and give me like a rough estimate. What do you think they get paid on a yearly basis? And he gave him a number and the guy did his numbers. He, he divided by five, made the average. He's like, I, I bet you, you get paid around, let's say $45,000 a month. And the guy was like, whoa, how'd you know I'm actually on 42? He's like, see? You're the average of the five people that you hang around. So if you hang around people that are going out every single day and you're talking about, oh yeah, is there a shortcut to improving my mental health? Dude, it's not gonna happen. Let's just be real. It's not gonna happen. If you want the mindset, if you want your mentality to be at a point where you wake up and you're not kicking yourself for failing something yesterday, but you're looking forward to making another mistake so that you learn and you grow and get better results, if you want that, that means you gotta do the work. What is the work? Work number one, your circle of influence. Ah, man, this one hit me deep. Your circle of influence. And you know what? That, that, that alone will either set you up or it's gonna break you down. Because your circle of influence basically puts things in you that you might not realize. Like if you hang around people who are smoking every single day, drinking every single day, the more you hang around them, the more you program your mentality to accept those things as a standard for you. And the funny thing is, it happens so subconsciously. It happens low key. You don't even see it coming. It just, it just happens. It just happens, right? And when it happens, you don't really see it because you're exposing yourself to that image of the action of smoking and drinking. And before you know it, you're like, oh yeah, that seems kind of cool. So-and-so is pretty cool. What does he do? Oh yeah, okay. He wears these clothes. He drinks that beer, he smokes this cigarette. Let me do the same because I want to feel cool. Your mental health was just programmed by somebody else. So you got to do the work. All right, so look at your, your circle of friends. See, the hardest part is eliminating the people that are not exactly who you want to be. All right, if you can't look at your friends and go, okay, cool. He's got this part of him that I want to be. If you can't find anything that you want to be, that one of your friends has, it's the wrong friend for you. They gotta go. They gotta go. If you look at your friend and go, okay, cool. He gets drunk every single weekend. His girlfriend always has to pick him up or I always have to drop him home because he's drunk and I'm constantly the one who's looking out for him all the time. Look, I get it. You're a nice person. That friend has got to go. Because all it takes there's a couple more episodes of that and you become exactly that. One day you just find yourself being driven home by somebody else because you're too drunk to drive. You're the average of the circle of your friends. Piece number two when it comes to doing the work. Part of the work is upgrading the information in your head. Right? Upgrading the information in your head. Now what I mean by this books, 
get into some books. I don't care that you don't like reading. See, the school system tricks most of us. See, you, yo, we're forced to read a book, like in English and all that kind of stuff, right? English, physics, maths, history. We're forced to read books so that we pass the class. Otherwise, we're not gonna pass, right? And you even get detention if you haven't done your reading for that particular week. That used to happen in my school. So we grew to hate books because we we're forced to read them all the time against our will. When really books are the key. Oh man, they oh, they are the key. This is one book. Stephen R. Covey, right? R.I.P. to my man. The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Yo, if, if I never picked up that book, I would never know what to focus on. Like, here's what I mean by that. So in his book, he talks about these four quadrants, right? There are, there are four quadrants that you can operate in. I think I got on my board up here. All right, cool. This is what he calls the urgent and important quadrant. These are things that happen in the moment and you just have to react to them. You've got no choice, right? And then there's what he calls the not urgent yet important. So these are things that you do proactively. Like you read a book, you listen to a podcast, you work out, you do this, you do that. Then this is what he calls the urgent and not important. These are just a waste of time. Things that pop up that will just waste your time and have zero value for you, right? Some random person that say, they inbox you, they hate the stuff that you're posting. It's urgent because it just came up in the moment. Like it's right in front of you, it's just popped up. But you can choose, okay, do I sit in this and start dealing with it or like whatever? It's not important to me. <laughs> Haters go, hey, whatever, you let them be, just ignore it. Then he's got what he calls the not urgent and not important. These are things that, that are just a waste, just a waste. If, the, if ever there was a waste of time, this quadrant is it, right? It's the kind of stuff where, yeah, what does he even say? All right, he says busy work. Now, I remember I wrote this down on my own board. It says busy work. It's work that has zero value. It's work that literally wastes your time. It's le leisure activities that have no meaning, no effectiveness, right? Like one of my clients was like, oh man, I'm so busy. I can't start my business. I can't look at this, I can't look at that. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's have a look. What do you do with your time? We started breaking down his time from time to time. Was, and, and we looked at how he spent some of his time. Now, we discovered that every single day he had a good three hour block of time. But what was he spending it on? Scrolling through memes. It's not urgent, not important. Scrolling through TikTok. It's not urgent, not important. And he'll sit on this stuff for hours at a time. And I'm like, dude, there's your three hours right there. That's, that's more than enough time that you need to do this thing on a weekly basis so that you actually grow your business. And he was like, oh, damn. All right, cool. And we started plugging in, started working on it. Up to this day, my man is just chipping away, chipping away. Now, don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean all that three hours is spent just purely on that business he's trying to get up and running. He spends a portion of it because he still needs some time to kind of relax and debrief, right? To set your mind at ease. Now, what Stephen R. Covey talks about is you shouldn't stay in any of these other three quadrants except the not urgent yet important, right? So it's not urgent that you text your friend right now. But if you value building relationships with your close friends, with people who are good for you, you will spend the time to text them. It's not urgent, but it's important. It is not urgent that you do 30 minutes of cardio and an hour of weights right now. It's not urgent right now, but it's important. If you don't 
do that. If you don't value your health, you will not do that. But if you value your health, you will do that. So it's not urgent. It, oh, <clears throat> it is not urgent that you dig into your past and find out where your roadblocks are coming from. It's not urgent right now, but it's important. If you do not, if you do not dig in to find the foundations of why you struggle with certain things, why you feel certain things are roadblocks, if you do not deal with that, you won't be able to get past that. Every time you try something new, you just be blocked. It is not urgent that you become friends with the wisest person that you know. It's not urgent that you do it right now, but it's important that you start developing that friendship and relationship. Right? It's not urgent that you get rid of those friends that are not good for you, right? It's not urgent that you get rid of them right now, but you need to start distancing yourself if you really value your mental health, if you really value your mentality and how people program you and who you want to become, right? So by putting that in work, I was like, yo, this is crazy, it's different. It wasn't urgent for me to, Stop listening to motivational speeches whenever, whenever I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm escaping something. It wasn't urgent to dig into my past at that very second relating to that particular circumstance. It wasn't urgent at that moment, but at some point I had to do it to really realize what the heck was stopping me and understand that it's now different and how I can approach life differently, right? So that, that is part of doing the work. You gotta clean up your circle. You gotta clean up your circle. You gotta look at the things that have stopped you from the past. You have to look at where you want to go. You gotta have a vision for yourself. Yo, it's not urgent that you have a vision right now, but if you know you want your life to be something, you have to develop that vision. And then each step that you go forward, you begin to move according to that. So back to what I was saying, books, upgrade the information in your mind, right? I don't care that you hate books. That's the only way that you're going to get things done. I wouldn't have understood this Four Quadrants by Stephen R. Covey if I never picked up a book. I wouldn't be keeping myself fit. I wouldn't have clients that I'm coaching on a regular basis. I wouldn't have clients that I talk to on a regular basis, helping them with their mental health and becoming the best version of myself and themselves, sorry, I should say. If there was nothing in my mind that I put in there that could help them. Right, so upgrade the information in your mind because by becoming the best version of yourself, you help others become the best version of themselves. You don't become the best version of yourself just for yourself. You do it so that others can be inspired and empowered to do the same and be the same. Whether or not they want to coach other people, that's up to them, but whatever. They're gonna change somebody's life in some aspect because they got their mental health right, right? So do the work, there's no shortcuts. Number three, get the help you need. Ah man, get the help you need. I get it, you're grown, you think you got life together but you're struggling mentally. Yo, if you need to see a therapist, who cares? Go, go see the therapist. If you need to see a psychologist or a counselor, I think some people call them a shrink or, or whatever. If you need to go seek some help for your mental health, Go and get it. If you need to get a mental health coach, right? Like my, a lot of my clients, they realize like, yo, I can't do this by myself. I'm struggling with some stuff. Sometimes I hit a wall and I need a little bit of extra help. So I'm gonna go get the help that I need. You have to go get the help. 
The help can't find you. The help is always there. You have to go find the help and go get it. If you really care about your mental health and living a life that you really love, if you care about waking up in the morning and you don't feel like you're kicking yourself, but you feel like you're excited for the day, if you really, really care about feeling positive and feeling happy at what you've done and what you've accomplished so far and the things that you've been able to do in your life, if you really, really care about not having to compare yourself to other dudes in the gym or other girls in the gym because they have a body that looks better than yours, if you really really care about not worrying what people think about you because you're working on yourself, go and get the help. Go get the help, baby. That's the only way. There's a reason why psychologists exist. There's a reason why neurologists exist. Go and get the help. That is part of doing the work. But the problem is you're so caught up in how people are going to think of you just because you're getting some help for your mental health, right? You're so caught up in what people are going to say about you just because you need to go see a counselor and a psychologist. Bro, bump that. Go get the help that you need. At the end of the day, it's your life. Them people that you're worrying about, they're not going to pay your bills. They don't care. You're just entertaining them. There's an entertainment piece. So stop being a sook. Go and get the help. Do the work. Step number one, clean up your friendship circle. Step number two, upgrade the mentality, upgrade the information that you're putting in your mind. I'm talking about books, podcasts, programs, trainings, and coachings, whatever you gotta do. Step number three, go and get the help. Go and get the help. That's the only way you're gonna get your mental health to a spot that you really need it to be. There is no shortcuts. There never has been, never will be. Forget about the shortcuts. If you're looking for shortcuts, that means you don't value something. Because a shortcut is only for the moment. It doesn't do anything that lasts. It's only for the moment. So if you want to feel good just for the moment, hey, you do you, man. But if you want to feel amazing, you want to feel mentally on point or better than where you are right now, you got to do the work. In the shortcuts, it's your boy, catch me on the gram, okay? The official Instagram account for the podcast is The Mental Acumen, T-H-E-M-E-N-T-A-L-A-C-U-M-E-N, at The Mental Acumen on Instagram, all right? If you wanna hit your boy up personally, either click the link in my bio on my IG or on that podcast page. My personal IG is at T-H-E-S-I-M-B-A-E-B-E-N-E-Z-E-R at the Simba Ebenezer. You'll find me there. Or hit up the website, thementalacumen.com. You're going to see a podcast link and you're going to see a discovery session link. If you want to put in the work, if you want to get the help that you need, if you need somebody to help you get your mentality on point so that you can wake up and feel amazing and have amazing days, have phenomenal days mentally, Click the link on our website or go find the help. Go see a psychologist, neuro, whoever you got to see. It doesn't have to be me. Just get the help. Do the work. It's your boy. Done.